The last few weeks are over, but how do we spin this to our advantage? I have some thoughts coming up right after this. You are locked on Ole Miss, your daily podcast on the Ole Miss Rebels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome to the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. I am your host, Stephen Willis. Thank you very much. This episode of the Locked On Ole Miss podcast is brought to you by Sling TV. Sling has something for everyone, especially when it comes to college football coverage. With a massive lineup of games across the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12, and SEC, I can always catch the games I want to on Sling. And now you can too. Check out slingtv.com to see the massive lineup of games that they have all season long. It's the TV you love, the price you love. Try it today. Also, thank you very much for making the Lockdown on this podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. So do us a favor, sign up for the YouTube channel, subscribe, hit the bell for notifications of new videos. That'll come handy here pretty quick. And of course, participate in the conversation by commenting down below or upvoting the video itself. So Lane Kiffin made it official. He finally signed his extension, and after it was announced on Friday and Saturday, no, I wasn't worried about a thing. Basically, it was a holiday weekend. There wasn't a ton of people there, and there was stuff that had to be done for his extension to go through and to do a PR release and all of this stuff. But he signed the extension. And that is a perceptionally major step um, to everybody because I've told you guys for weeks that it's not a worse job than Auburn. There's some people that want you to think it's a worse job, and there was a massive media blitz from their side that was all saying it was a worse job, but it's not a worse job. Now, was it a worse job in 1985? Yeah, probably. Was it a worse job in 1998? Yes, yes, probably. Is it a worse job in 2022? No, absolutely not. And all you need to know is this contract, the average pay is going to be about $9 million a year. Almost has a brand new indoor facility that's going to be renovated, a new Manning Center for their IPF, which was already fantastic. Um, the stadium is being renovated. They're raising money for that. It might be on hold now, but they're doing that. Their NIL um, group is up over $10 million and growing. It is all positive. That is one of the reasons the last three weeks was so frustrating for some people and why they were so upset because everything is going so well as far as football goes at the University of Mississippi. Now, we need to probably put the past behind us. Now, obviously, if this happens again next year, that's a, there's going to be a whole new set if we have to do it again after year four. But after you're through, we can put it aside for now and concentrate on the things like the NIL, the program things, the systemic things that will make Ole Miss a better place. Because the fact of the matter is, Ole Miss is in a better shape because Lane Kiffin is back, because he hates losing. He almost hates losing more than he loves air. So Lane Kiffin will make the make – the, um, changes necessary to make sure that Ole Miss is cutting edge. That is the benefit of Wayne Kiffin. It isn't necessarily the results on the field and things are going to – it is all the extra stuff in the program that he is going to 
through force of will, force through. And now we have another year of transformation that he is going to bring to the Ole Miss program. But make no mistake, a top 10 coach coaching at the University of Mississippi, all of the good things that are happening around the University of Mississippi and its football program is helping the enrollment. It's helping the basketball program. It's helping the baseball team. The fact that Lane Kiffin is at Ole Miss is a good thing. Now, will Lane Kiffin stay? I do not know. Um, it is my opinion that all coaches are mercenaries, and though you want them to feel the same way about your school, none of them do. They're all loyal to their paycheck, and they're going to do what they need to do to improve that. So tell yourself whatever needs to be told. Um, and understand that we need to make the best of this for as long as it lasts. If he leaves after next year, he leaves after next year. If he leaves after the year after that, it, at this point, it just doesn't matter. We need to maximize what it's like when he is here. And it's not a situation of any place being a better job than Ole Miss. It, it's just a place where Lane Kiffin has never stayed anybody, anywhere over three years until this Ole Miss job. So this might be something that is real, something that is happening. Or it might be a little bit of mirage. We, we don't know, but we need to make the best of it. But anyway, Kiffin signed the extension, averaged over a little of $9 million a year. They talked on there about the Manning Center and all the things that Ole Miss has going for it. And honestly, Ole Miss should be very proud of this, this extension. The last three weeks were terrible. The end of it, the conclusion of it is exactly where we want to be. We're still in a good place to do whatever we need to do. Nice springboard location. So it should be really good. Anyway, he signed that, that and he's going to get on the road and start recruiting because, you know, we are three weeks or so away from early signing day. And I am going to tell you after we come back from the break exactly what we have planned for early signing day. We got some, we got some stuff. We got some stuff that includes me going live several times in the day. So stick around for that. But Ole Miss making this official is good news, guys. It's good news. Anyway, next I want to tell you about Bet Online. Today's show is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. It's also the bringer of all lines that are available on my site. So if you see a line down there, that came from BetOnline.net. Anyway, you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from football to basketball to soccer to esports. We've got it all on BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you'll find them as well as betonline.net. We're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. It's going to be really cool. Anyway, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. For your second listen, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, Go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. It's Locked On Sports Today. It's available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Now, Kiffin making it official and going through and doing that. The end of the last three-week period is over. 
Okay, good. Now we need to move forward. And to move forward, what we need to think of is December 5th, the transfer portal window opens. And it's going to be open until essentially um, late signing day. And recruiting is going to go on for the next three weeks, and then early signing day is going to happen, and then late signing day. So there's a couple of areas that we can hit. Now, I've got my wife situated. She's going to come back here to monitor the chat and do what we need to do so we can um, have a nice little chat situation, live stream situation for signees of Ole Miss. Now, it might be a situation if we get three or four signees at one time, it could be something at 8 o'clock in the morning, at 9 o'clock in the morning, to where you're doing two or three at a time. Um, or we could do them individually, depending on how they come in. Now, we're not expecting much more than 12, 13, 14, somewhere around there. Um, but we're going to try and go live for most of them and try to have a little bit of fun with that. Um, John Garcia is, was supposed to come in today. He's not going to be able to make it. He'll be back in later this week. I, I had multiple opponents uh, appointments. We'll see how it works. But John, John's good people, and um, he does a really good job. But it is what it is. The early signing day and the month of December and everything, we've made a decision that we are going to live stream more. Now, this show is still going to be like pre-recorded. We're going to do that. This show is going to be the anchor of the channel, but we're going to do live streams as they are needed. If Ole Miss gets a big transfer portal commitment, we'll live stream. Early signing day for the signees, we'll live stream. Stuff like that, because I think that could be a really cool thing and allow you to take 15 minutes, see what everybody's saying, and go off about your business. I mean, that that is kind of my goal with what's going on. But on early signing day, I'm expecting to live stream potentially for every signee at the latest. If like three or four signees get released at the same time, they could be a part of the same live stream. We're trying to get thumbnails and all of this stuff done from Locked On. They're going to send me some stuff, but you're in a position to where, you know, instead of shows, you have a place that you can go for. 15 minutes per each signee or something like that. It should be really cool, and we'll we'll see what's going on with um, that. So thank you very much for that. We'll do the same thing for late signing day. We'll do the same thing for the transfer portal. Heck, we'll even do some live streams over basketball and baseball over the coming year. So it's going to be a large contingent of live streams that will be 15 to 20 minutes long. They won't be long live streams, but they will exist. Nobody else does this um, that covers Ole Miss at all. Um, so we are trying to see if it works. I've seen in other places that it works, but we'll see exactly what needs to be done. Because, you know, I could start it up live streaming at 8 o'clock in the morning and talk to you until 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And, you know, all it, all it is is about two hours worth of news for five or six hours worth of coverage. So... That's the reason we're going to try and shrink them in to everything that's going on. We're going to see what happens, and we'll make playlists and the the whole nine yards um, as far as the Locked On Ole Miss channel goes. Um, got some got some quarter zips on the way with the Locked On Ole Miss logo up on across the chest. So I'm interested to see what that looks like, um, and we're going to start making shirts for the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. So 
Should be a lot of fun. We got a lot of stuff coming in the um, near future to the Locked On Ole Miss podcast. Should be should be really good. Anyway, before we move on to the next segment, because believe it or not, we're about to make a sports change. Um, we are. We have, if you haven't noticed, we've been taking a little bit of a break. We have, we didn't want to take this podcast away, but over the three days, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we just kind of been taking it easy a little bit, um, just because of everything that's happened the last couple of weeks, and just refresh, recharge, everything's good to go. So that's that. That's my plan for early signing day, and it should be a lot of fun. Now, coming up after the break, we are going to talk about the basketball team and what we saw, because if you noticed, I have game recaps of the basketball games as well, the men's team at the moment. It's going to eventually be the women's team as well, but the men's team for now. And I'll tell you exactly what I saw. I've been seeing some thoughts that I have and let you know that Tim Thomas is going to be here um, a little bit later in the week. He's been a little bit under the weather to talk about the tournament down in Orlando and the Memphis game Saturday. So stick around. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. All right, let's change it over to basketball because we haven't done basketball very much on this show and we need to transition over. And after watching every game this year, I can honestly say I think this team is better than what we had last year. Now, some people might talk about the injuries and everything's going on, and but this team is better. Miles Burns is one of my favorite players since Jason Smith. Now, you have to go back into the mid-'90s to know who Jason Smith is. If you're a young and a Gen, Gen Um but he was a great, great defensive player, and Miles Burns brings a lot of that energy and defensive play that Jason used to bring in as well. So, really interesting. He played with Keith Carter, by the way, so it's the same, same era. The basketball team reminds me a little bit, whenever you watch them play, of a Kermit Davis Middle Tennessee team. They play really, really hard. Now, Matthew Morrell was not on in Orlando. He had a good first five minutes of the Oklahoma game, but then kind of disappeared. But Amari Abram, man, this guy is special. He has a chance to be a really good basketball player for Ole Miss. And this is happening at the college level, done by a true freshman. Him and TJ Caldwell are light years above what normal freshmen come in and play at Ole Miss. Even somebody like Matthew Morrell didn't do this as a freshman. And because of that, Deshaun Ruffin has a little bit of time to heal, to get better. And the rumor is he might be back for Memphis Saturday. But he might not be. But the way it is situated right now is you have such a good defensive team. Um, Theo Akwuba, um, Javion McKinnis, the bigs are doing a really good job. Robert Allen. Robert Allen, who would have been the best big on last year's team, is probably the third or fourth on this year's team. Um, Ty Fagan, who was a solid rotation guy on last year's team, struggles to get in the lineup. He plays a little bit, but he almost plays his spot duty, um, whatever needs to happen. I mean, this is a really good basketball team. They play hard. They're defensively sound. 
you need some shooters. So whenever Abram's on this team, it can hit. I want to see what it looks like when Ruffin gets back. Does that help Matt Murrell? And when that happens, does that mess with, mess up the defense a little bit at all? So I'm curious about that whenever they play Memphis. Because the schedule, I give them credit. You didn't think much about FAU. FAU beat Florida. You didn't think much about Alcorn State. Alcorn State beat somebody. And some of these games that are normal bye games, Ole Miss was able to get wins, and they might not have been so impressive, but they were able to get the win because that's the most important thing. Whenever you're looking at the end and we're starting to build our resume one way or another and we're talking about net rankings and all of that stuff, you just don't want an L. A struggle wind is absolutely fine in November. An L is not so much. That, that comes back to bite you. And if you look at last year's team, you dropped that tournament game against Marquette and it immediately ended up in the loser's bracket and ended up playing, I think they won the next game and then they were like in the fifth or sixth place game or whatever it was against Boise State and they ended up dropping that game. This was a different situation. They came out against Stanford and Abram just took them. I mean, they looked like a legit, organized, good basketball team, and they won the game. In the second game against um, somebody, <laughs> they um, Sienna, against Sienna, they played really hard, did enough to win. This was, That was a game that they lose in years past. Sienna looked like a team that is like a first-day NCAA tournament team that has a real good couple of players, and if they get going, they have a chance to beat you. Ole Miss took care of business in that game, was able to dispatch them. Against Oklahoma, Oklahoma, good basketball team, played pretty well. There was one three- or four-minute period where they had to take Morrell, Abram and Caldwell off the court, and there was just nobody that could score the basketball. And because of that, Oklahoma had like a 10-0 run, and it completely flipped the game over. It was late in the second half. It is what it is. But it's one of those things that after the game, you think about it, and it was one of those games where Ole Miss just lost a basketball game. It wasn't some kind of a statement thing, because that's whatever. It's like, where is Ole Miss right now? What does this mean? Well, it just kind of means – Ole Miss lost a basketball game. Now, moving forward, what do we need to see? And every time I watch the team play, I'm curious. And I'm going to ask Tim Thomas about it um, later, a little bit later on this week. What do we need to see moving forward? I, obviously, we want Deshaun Ruffin to come back. Um, because the way it goes, if our best player comes back and improves this team, this team is good enough to win some games as the season comes on. I think they open the season with Tennessee, and then they play Alabama, then they play State, and then they play Auburn. They, they have a brutal opening to SEC play, and it starts, I think, like December 28th. So don't take the start necessarily to be the equal of what this team is. I think the start needs to be survived. And... A two-and-two two start probably should be applauded, the way I look at it, because it is what it is. Now, these guys are going to go into games and try and win every single one of them. That's, that's just the way they are going to be wired. But it may not be possible, is my point. So, 
enjoy this basketball team. Like I said, I'm going to have Tim Thomas a little bit later in the week. I'm um, also going to have John Garcia talking recruiting. And Mike Huseman is going to come on next week to talk transfer portal and national college football. Um, but as the basketball team goes, pay attention to them. They, they kind of in, they're kind of worth it. They're a fun team to watch. Miles Burns, fantastic player. He may have come from Loyola, New Orleans, but you can see the athleticism just oozing from this game. I mean, it's really, really cool. And as tomorrow gets here, we're going to have a, we're going to start look, look, looking a little bit more like normal. Friday the same way. Like I said, I need it Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday after the last couple of weeks just to kind of take a little bit of a break. And it should be really good. But it is what it is. Thank you very much for tuning into the show. Um, like I said, relatively quick, but like I said, it was a break. Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen today. We, um, For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports Today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. When it gets to signing day and in December, we're going to do more live streams. So get ready. We're trying to set it up the way it looks, the way it feels. We're trying to do more and more of that. This show is not going to change. It's going to be a pre-recorded thing moving forward, but we are going to change what we do a little bit on the live stream side, the game recap side, things like that. So keep tuning in to that and enjoy this channel for whatever you can. Anyway, we will see you tomorrow, and I hope everybody has a good day. Take care. Peace.